Welcome back in Golden Globies. Yes, you read that right. There's no Joe Coleman on this episode, but stick around. Yeah, It'll be a good time. Sorry. Fucking hate to, hate to disappoint the Joe Coleman fan club. That's right. We're and yet, founding members, by the way. You guys need to keep pumping the numbers up or we'll never bring Joe Coleman back. That's yeah. right. We're holding you guys in your responsibility. Oh, no, I already told him. Joe what? Coleman's appearances only on our OnlyFans page. That's right. Nineteen ninety nine a month. That's right. He's got all the shorts on. We had to buy him yeah. extra pairs of small shorts. We're just gonna have a camera on his crotch. That's it. That's all you're gonna see. Cause you're not gonna see us. It'll be it'll be rotating, and it'll be doing medial tasks. You know, he'll like be washing the dishes, washing a car, washing uh, his comic books, washing his action just figures, washing things. Well, they love hoses. Oh, and washing. I get it. Yeah, I mean, come on. But Murray, you know what happens when it gets hot? I get angry because I'm miserable in the heat. And people get stupid, and people like to light off fire fucking words. Already? Already. Fucking Christ. You Thank God we have oh. fucking air conditioning. I can close the house up so you can yeah. kind of deaden it. But, yeah, it's driving my dog crazy. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks so bad. Dude, I got to assume Millie goes crazy over fireworks, right? We don't get many firework people around here. Well, because you don't have as much white trash as you I Yeah, know. exactly. We have, yeah. Uh, I'm surrounded by you rich. You notice that trashy garbage people, regardless of color or creed, all love loud noises. Yeah. They all have loud music. They have to have the music blaring. They love yeah. loud cars and motorcycles. They love fucking fireworks. They just love loud noises. Right. It's, Stop, you fucking retard. It's bizarre. It's interesting, and it's bizarre. So How no. bizarre. How Fun. bizarre. How bizarre. Call out to OMD. You know, you know that whole band randomly died? Like, what? Like every member of that band. Even OMD? Yeah. I thought it was only one guy. I didn't know there was a whole band. Yeah, like everybody was on the original track How there. bizarre. That is bizarre. That's why it's bizarre. Because they're all they were all like under thirty and they are under forty, let's say. It was like safe. when the Ramones died within a couple years of each other, or the classic lineup of Motorhead died within a couple years of each other. Why don't we have a band called the Dead Ramones? We do now. We do. Oh, is it us? Yeah. Nice. You know what that reminds me. We didn't talk about this a few weeks ago. We're just gonna fucking babble because we don't have much to say about this movie so it might be, get a long intro not to mention hell needle made sure to pad it out with lots yeah. of well, smoke he padded everything but the jumpsuits uh i think we just realized what kind of man hell needle is we are just discussing people of loud noises explosions yeah. are idiots and <laughs> hell needle put yeah. all over this movie well he is responsible for all of burt reynolds classic white trash movies from the 70s good smoking the bandit all those well, cannonball run so yeah it's in his wheelhouse guys if uh if you don't understand me my closed captioning is up on wikipedia right now because that article just got written about hell needle he is yeah. white trash. Yes, we just had AI do that. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, Griff and I uh, did one of our rare outings. Yes. Usually are homebound all the time. Well, no one's touring these days. I've been hearing it's really hard. And if they are, it's really expensive. Exactly. It's expensive to tour, and it's expensive to see bands. Right. And the bands aren't making as much because the venues are charging more because of the C word. Which is fucking ridiculous. When I heard that they're actually taking a cut of people's merch, I go, that's robbery. Fuck Dude, you. It's so fucked you up. You make your money, and then, they, then the band should get a cut off all the liquor sales. Right. I was confused, because I was like, 
did I just like jump ahead 20 years in age? Like none of the bands I, I, I care to see are showing up anywhere nearby. It, it happens, dude. They, we, you get old and so do the bands. Right. But then when I looked into it further, it's like all the normal venues where it's like a band or two would show up. You know, one that is maybe on my radar. Nothing. And oh. I start every show I've gone to has been in a weird venue. I've been going to first time venues constantly, including Jack White's own. Yeah, we saw a show at Jack White's record store here in Detroit, Third Man Records. I think there's one in Nashville and one here. Yes. It's a cool place. Right. I mean, there's they actually press vinyl at the at the, the store. Yeah. So that's cool. And uh, but it was weird seeing a show in a store. They literally had merchandise out. Yeah. I was kinda like, be worried people will fuck this shit up. I was like leaning on something. The whole show. Right. No, again, we're old, so we lean on shit. Yeah, now. well, shit, we, we were fucking young compared to the crowd that came out. Because, I mean, we're, we're talking, we saw the band Off, which if you're not familiar, it's Keith Morris's uh, punk band. The original Black Flag singer. As big a fan of Rollins as I am, he's my favorite Black Flag singer. Uh, Circle Jerks, which were coming to town, but they went at 35 bucks. I'm not going to see Circle Jerks. 35 fucking bucks. Well, they're with the Descendants, too. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Still, too much. But uh, so we had. I don't. I want to pat myself on the back. I I'm mature. I've become. I'm officially an adult because yes. bef- we we got there a little early. So we actually saw the opening band, which we rarely do because we hate standing. So yeah. we try to not see anything but the band we want to see. Correct. We got there and they had a band. Uh, and I I looked them up to see if I was right about. How, what I thought about them, and I was. It's a band. It's a girl band, a girl punk band. They're called Die Spitz. Yeah, S P I T Z. Very cool. I thought it was supposed to be a German thing. I thought they were going to yeah. be D Spitz. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, does that mean spit in German? I have no fucking word clue what it might mean in German. But uh, I was like, these girls probably picked up an instrument for the first time a year ago. Yes, they did. Oh, and which is fine because this is punk rock. You know, yeah. I don't expect technical ability, nor do I want technical ability from punk rock band. So they're they're embodying the punk rock spirit. Yeah, like, I, like, oh, this is why I'm going to show my maturity, Griff, because I'm not going to hammer these girls. Yeah, I'm going to give them their props. So they all, I, do you think they're even old enough to drink? They all looked young as fuck to me. I was surprised they were allowed in there. Yeah. Because you hear that with some of the bands who started early. Like, we had to wait outside, go on stage, perform, and then they kicked us back out because uh, they could get in trouble if we were in there. I think they were like, yeah, I thought they were illegally drinking because they were drinking on yeah. stage. But whatever, it's, it's punk rock, it's rock and roll. We'll let punk, it slide. It's punk rock and roll. So the four girls, and <laughs> so... One of them, I can tell the one, the one that was the most clothed. You know, you know her, the guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I guarantee you, she's the one who was serious about her musical career. She's the one who writes all the songs because she was the least sexualized of yes. the ones. Because she had a bad fucking mullety Carol Brady shag haircut, oversized green yeah, t-shirt, she, yeah. oversized. So like, I, I bet she's the serious. Other girls, they just, it's like, hey, wouldn't it be fun to have a band? Like that's their their thing, which is cool. Whatever. Uh, you made the most astute point about them because we both were just like, man, we want to sit, de- like, we just want to ha- be like, hey, good job on this, right? Because like, you could tell. I felt bad for like I could tell how nervous they were. This is probably yes. the first time they've ever. I guarantee you, this is the first time they've ever been on tour. For sure, I'm sure they played, but they only played in their, their hometown or whatever. But uh, so they were they were trying, I and mean, I. 
applaud that they were trying to do something. Yeah. I like that. I don't like fucking, like, fuck Kurt Cobain and his I hate rock star shit. I want more rock star shit. That's why rock is dead, because yeah. nobody's a rock star anymore. Well, that girl was trying really hard, so, that first lead singer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So three girls, the guitar, the bass, and the drummer are on stage. Right. Drummer was like wearing like a bikini top and like trousers. It was kind of an interesting look. Did, was it? Didn't she have a tie on too? Or did yeah, she that, did have a tie. On. She was going full Avril Lavigne in yeah. uh, mid two thousands. These girls are probably eighteen, so that's old people music to them. Probably for sure. That's, that's probably original punk to them. That's old school to them. <laughs> that is old school. So punk to them. all right. So the lead singer. God bless her. God bless her. There's like a like a staircase yeah. that was like. Going up to somewhere, it was it not was like, on the stage. It was like two people behind you, so we were yeah. right by this staircase. Yes. We're like, I look back. I thought the band was on stage. I know. I was waiting. We're like looking. The girls are like, "When do we start?" <laughs> and then they had a down, down, down. Was it that song? Yeah, it was some like fucking Lederhosen Oktoberfest music. Yeah, or something. and they kept going on about. They didn't know. I thought it was their thing, but they were acting like, "When is this going to end?" Right. I, I I couldn't tell what was happening. They did a good job of selling me on Neither that. Neither did they. Yeah. So the lead singer, she was trying to go for something. So, right. okay, she had like, she was wearing like a white men's like button down shirt. Right. And then she had like 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 a, like a bra or something on. Or she had just day. like a bra or bikini top kind yeah. of thing Yeah, and then like she had like short skirt and like cowboy boots. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know what she was trying to do. She's trying to like slide down the banister or something. When I looked over, when I finally realized what was happening, <laughs> she's got like the mic wire just in her mouth. She's got one leg on the ground and one going parallel, like <laughs> riding the rail. And I was like, yeah. oh, fucking what is happening? You right. are a child. And, and then, yeah, that's exactly it. Because that's why I said I know I'm mature because I just wanted to hug these girls. I didn't want, <laughs> I had no sexual feelings for these girls at all. I was like, Pat him on the head. You did a good job. Right. Unlike some of the creepers that were in the audience, because it was an, like, he had, oh, doppelganger Griff. He was really into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention, there were guys we called the St. Hubbins twins, because they looked, they had hair, they had dry hair, like David St. Hubbins from St. Spinal oh, Tap. Yes. They were like, these two young guys had the driest long hair. It was the worst. They were, they were riding the fucking stage, going along with everything. Good for them. God bless their spirit. So the girl, she somehow stumbles down the steps, and then she crawls on her hands and knees to the stage. Crawls. Trying to do something, punk rock. All right, I'm in. I'm do it. Fine. Do it. Go for it. You know, for all the venues we've been to, that was the cleanest floor ever. So good on them. She probably yes. had no dirt on her knees yes. afterwards. And then she gets on stage and then starts talking in an English accent. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, that I cringe. I'm like, stop. Yeah. Stop. I, I did not like that part. Yeah. Uh, banter. Don't do it unless you are <laughs> way up in confidence. Right, yeah. That was obviously the jitters and everything. Like, yeah. what do I do up here? It's way better to yeah. just fucking not even acknowledge the crowd. Exactly. Just do everything you need to. <laughs> sing, and then just go, you know, right. maybe banter with your with your bandmates. But never fucking banter if, you, if you're not like We're trained pro. professionals. We can banter all night long. But, oh, yeah. you know, these are kids. That's actually what we are doing. We're like throwing, <laughs> offering them material. We were like, oh, come on. You know, you got to talk about this. You Riff talk about whispered that. an envelope and then made it into an air paper airplane, threw it out. Threw it up there. Uh, that, oh, so they played a song. And then the crowd, the crowd is here for off. Like most shows, nobody's there for the opener. Correct. 
And they're like I said, they're elderly people. I'm not joking. Yes. Like we were like the youngest looking people there. Average a- and the Davis St. Hubbins twins. Yeah. Average age was definitely over fifty. Yes. And a lot of gray beards I saw. A lot of gray beards. And so <laughs> one the lead the the I guess they, they all switch off vocals. Everyone sang but the bass player. Yeah, and they all sang exactly the same. Exactly. That's what <laughs> bothered me. Because I'm like, if you're going to switch off, you got to switch up the vocal right. styles. And, 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 you know, look, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to them. It was totally fine generic punk rock. There was nothing offensive about it, but there was nothing memorable nope. either. For girls who probably picked up a guitar two, three years ago, fine, great. I, I've been to shows where I'm just like, man, this band needs to stop now. And that was not one of them. Yeah. The only thing was the banter. You just wanted to say, work on your songwriting and then work on your stage moves. It seemed right. like they had it reversed. Like right. they were more concerned about their stage moves, how they're like going to be jumping around and doing things. Right. Getting into the crowd. I right. hate when when a band asks the audience to do a pick that, for That's them. what I was going to get to because yes. she said it in such a meek, like, it would be nice if somebody could start a pit. Like, please. You old farts? Yeah. You know, she had to throw an old fart test. And that's, I mean, she's right. We are all old farts. That's why nobody was moshing. But, uh, yeah, when you got to ask for it, I, oh, that's a classic. Obnoxious. Jeff Bush, please clap. That's the old, that, that. But that's a classic obnoxious, tough guy, hardcore band yep. thing to do. Where's the fucking pit? Right. You ain't, you don't fucking scared of the pit. Go in the back. Now, would like you rather shit. have the meek... Uh, fucking no, English I would, accent? I don't, yeah, no, do I don't, I don't know. I don't like, that's why I never got into... <laughs> I consider it new school, but it's fucking thirty over thirty years old now. Hardcore. I don't yeah. like if you're wearing. I like fucking leather jackets and combat boots. I don't like fucking basketball jerseys, cargo shorts, and baseball caps. That's Dude. the punk I don't like, and that's that kind of energy. That jock bro kick you in the face. Hey, if you don't want to get hit, stay out of the fucking pit. Oh yeah. So yeah, they did the meekly like, and they did it. Some people did like, all right, we'll do a circle pit for you. They for got a while. they got a little pit going there for a yeah. minute. And then they finish, and it was like nice. And then, then off comes on, and people like Keith Morris, sixty like seven years old at least, yeah, with his balding dreadlocks. Oh boy! And he's like, the guy's like sees him putting in earplugs. He's fucking in his sixties, people. He probably right. put his hearing aid in. And the guy's like, fucking pussy shit. And he's like, hey man, I want to listen to my records ten years from now. <laughs> Murray tells me it, that in that voice. And I was like, wait, is that how he talks? And then sure enough, I hear him. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's how he talks. Yeah. And the worst part about off for you nowadays is he does like a sing talk now. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, he's just which is. Yeah. Hey, like, man, turn off the lights. War is on us. <laughs> yeah, they played which. He, doesn't everybody hate it when the band plays most of their new album? You just want to hear the classics. Even though this band's only been around for 10 years. I wanted to hear the more... Because when they, when they started the band, I think the idea was to get that old school, original Black Flag. So that's why they called the band Off. It's another fucking bug spray. Oh, you know? I didn't know Black Flag was a bug spray. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So he's they're playing, and then the girls come out. And jump in the pit. And I hate when fucking little, especially these are little girls. These girls, I don't know if any one of them was over 5'2". Right. They this, don't weigh more than 75 pounds. Yeah, like, they are. they are tiny. Right. And this is where my, like, fucking latent fatherly instincts I never knew I had. I was just like, get out of the pit. I don't want to see a girl get clobbered. Because there's always one fuckhead. Some yeah. incel fucktard yep. who's 
you know, just cheap shots a girl or some shit. Don't yeah. do that shit. All right. But yeah, that was our our one outing. We were we were anxious about it. I was looking at the same thing. I was like, "That's the goober." I was picking him out. I was like, "That's the one. That's the yeah. one who's gonna fucking like throw." And that that's the scary part too is since they were so short, they're at elbow height anyways. <laughs> if somebody accidentally does something, it's like bam, right in the fucking face. Yeah, you don't want to see a girl get hurt. I just I I mean I don't really want to see anybody get hurt. Well, some people need to get hurt, but <laughs> I mean if somebody took out one of the St. Albans twins. I wouldn't care. <laughs> and then Keith goes, "There's trouble out there." Hey man, stop that! <laughs> I love Give each it. other a kiss and get home and do it. But Murray, when it starts getting real hot out, yeah, war begins. Yes, it does. It makes me angry. It makes it makes, it makes stupid angry. people stupider. That's why I don't like the summer months. Crime rates go through the roof yeah. in the summer months because it just fries our brains. It makes yeah. us so much dumber and more primal than ever. And this is a movie that's all about primal rage. Oh, wait. No, it isn't. <laughs> this movie is about how fun war can be. Absolutely. Last week, we gave you a little. I mean, there was some hijinks in there Theory Dozen. But all, at the end of the day, it was about setting Nazis on fire. When you get to the ninth act of Dirty Dozen, yeah. there's 12, of course, acts to Dirty Dozen. Yeah, of course. That's why, Dozen. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about all kinds of serious tension, losing people, all that. Well, the, only get only one of the dozen survives. Right. Not in this movie. Everybody survives. This movie, G.I. Joe. G.I. Motherfucking Joe. Hail Needham style. Came out the same time that they redid, you know, because it was around eight. I remember this movie. I think I mentioned on our, 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 our outro last week. All I know about this movie, Megaforce, they really hit the comic book market as far as advertising goes. Yes. Hard. And you're going you're gonna to give people a taste of that. Yes. You already gonna, have? I'm, no, I will. Okay. You, well, I have by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, exactly. I will. But, uh, yeah, um, so there are all these ads. And I was like a kid, a normal American, red-blooded American. I bought comic books. And I was like, wow. I don't, it may have had commercials. I don't remember them. I, do, I just remember these comic book ads. I'm like, I want to see that. It looks fun. Because I was super... G.I. Joe, the comic came out at the same time. I was super into that comic. Could you tell me? Because now I need to know. Are, is Megaforce like in their gold spandex? Or what was the ad? It was a picture of Ace Hunter, yes. played by Barry Boswick. I'm sorry, last week I called him Bruce. I accused him of the Bruce Boxleitner, Ooh. another B guy. <laughs> but it's Barry Bostwick, Bostwick. of uh, Rocky Horror, which, by the way, Abra was, was appalled that you've never seen Rocky Horror. Sorry, Abra. It, it's not worth seeing. But maybe maybe we can uh, fix that because I just saw today Barry Boswick is going to be in town to do a screening of Rocky Horror. Shit. We need more outings. Yeah, but if it's under 20, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'm not paying a big price. I, I don't like. What venue is I don't it? like. I, it was not the Redford. I know that much, but yeah. I don't know what it was. Okay. Getting back to it. So it was a picture of him and the Uncle Sam type pointing at you. Oh. And the thing is, are you man enough for Megaforce? Shit. Did that kind of advertisement work on you? Like cha someone challenging your manhood? <laughs> <laughs> Advertisements never worked on me. Okay. I don't. I don't understand the people that are like we. Like we were just talking. We got uh, into a conversation with our buddy Mike, who's a Pepsi guy. We oh, are not yeah. going to hold that against them. No. But were you? Like, did you know anybody? I know you. You wouldn't have. But did you know anybody who's like, wow, my favorite pop star, Britney Spears, whatever, is shilling for Pepsi now. I'm going to start drinking Pepsi instead of Coke, which I've been drinking my whole life. 
Obviously, it does work. Yeah. But how does it work? I, I don't know if I've ever seen it for food and that kind of thing, but definitely for fashion. Well, yeah, fashion. Yeah, fashion, I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it for food. Although I did start drinking Pepsi. Any product. Would you just buy it because your yeah. favorite like about, actor or rock star? Yeah, I'm about to tell you that Pepsi commercial where Kylie Jenner hands the cop <laughs> a Pepsi and it ends race discrimination in the country. Yeah. I started drinking Pepsi. Where were the Pepsis on January 6th is all I want to say. Investigate Peps 11. Where was Pence just handing a Pepsi to everybody as they're storming the the (laughs) Capitol building with a noose wanting to hang him? That's that's his whole pitch for becoming uh, uh, the uh, Republican primary candidate, you know? Is he going can't to believe, hand out Pepsi? There must be some Pensies, if you will. I can't believe he even thinks he has a shot at all. Even without his attachment to Trump, it's like you're never going to be president. Yeah. Ever. You oh. suck. The only person who can probably go toe-to-toe with Trump a little bit is going to be uh, the Chris Christie or whatever. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Because he's a fat Jersey person, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope he doesn't bitch out like everybody else does. <laughs> All uh, right, so Mega Force. So Megaforce. yeah, I was like, I want to see this movie. I told, I explained to you, my mom's a snob. She's like, is it is that A list Eric actors? Stallone, Schwarzenegger, and she didn't even jump on the Schwarzenegger bandwagon until Terminator. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, we're not saying that. So I was like, and I just like, I just shrugged my shoulders. At 41 years later, this is the first time I've ever seen Mega Force. <laughs> Did it live up to any kind it, of expectation? It, 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 it did not. It did not live up to anything. Okay. It, I know this. This, uh, this movie has its cult following. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay. All right. I mean, I like. I get it. As far as like, I was super into GI Joe as a kid. Yeah. So I, I might have appreciated it more as an eight year old. As an adult, no, I don't. I definitely want to hear from somebody who has taken this m- movie and put jumped jumped aboard the cult bandwagon because it's like, I don't see it in this movie. Where is not- it at? It's weird in that there's a lot of action, but yet at the same time, nothing happens in this movie. I couldn't follow the plot, my notes. Like, after doing a great job with Dirty Dozen, this week on the simplest movie with the most yeah. drawn-out action scenes, I, I I had such a hard time with these fucking notes. Which is odd, because you would think Hal Needham's stuntman turned director, it would be all about great action. I don't know, but then again, we're 40 years... We've had forty years of action in between. Maybe this was great action. In Maybe I didn't. There's I mean, stunts. Road Warrior came out the same year, and that action was way better. Way better. There's a so, lot of stunts in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of fireworks in this movie. A lot of explosions. A lot of smoke bombs. So I mean, it, it probably spoke to an audience. Yeah, because it, it took. It's going to shock you, people. It took four people to write the script, including Hal Needham. Yeah. Probably was just like, I want a parachute scene here. I want this here, and like. Yeah, like much like they probably do nowadays when they have some fucking suit who's like, "All right, we need five CGI scenes. Write a movie around these five scenes." <laughs> right, like like the fucking uh, Wild Wild West. Yep, the guy just wanted a fucking giant tarantula robot, and he's like, "Write a movie around that." It was pretty cool, and you get to see Selma Hayek's top butt. It could have been a stand-in. Who knows? No, Selma would never do that to us. Yeah. She's, she fucks, she's like. 57 or something she looks amazing still i don't know what's going on with her but a lot, i like it she's been using a lot of our products i can tell you <laughs> yeah, that much she keeps the skin very uh supple supple <laughs> can we actually say that that sounds horrible yeah supple. i didn't say suckle i know i said i would like to suckle <laughs> on salmas but we have a convoluted plot 
Yet not. Yet, yet not. the stupidest plot. So we run into that every once in a while. It's true, but we're gonna need our juices, Murray. So I feel like after nine hours of intro, I think it's time. <laughs> okay, I was gonna. Okay, I was gonna go on. Now I gotta say one thing because we did we did it last week where we thought we were done with the background yes, and then I we know. started again. So let me just say <laughs> that what I saw in the opening, this was a golden harvest. Shaw Brothers movie. I was like, it makes perfect sense. The tone, because <laughs> it's just a children's movie. Yes. Nobody gets hurt. Everyone's having fun, even though it's war is hell. Yep. hell. War is hell, yeah, in this movie. Oh, war is, uh, give me a hell, yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> thousands and thousands of explosions go off in this yeah. movie. No one is harmed. A fucking man is lasered, and that's the one <laughs> death we get, but it's Bugs Bunny style where we see them there, we hear the laser, and then there's a puff of smoke, and they're not there. Do we see the laser? I thought we just saw the bazooka, and then it disappeared. We heard a oh. laser sound effect. <laughs> Pew! Hail Needham actually did that sound effect. Yeah, the sound effects were interesting. Every All the bikes just had a like a, a, a plane taking off noise. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was, yeah, that was their one sound effect. Very, I, I mean, Zara is in Warriors of the Wasteland or whichever yeah, this one This probably was. movie inspired that, probably. Same. No, it was... Uh, fuck. It was not Warriors of the Wasteland. That's yeah, a great movie. Yeah. It's got Fred Williamson. I, I, yeah, we covered it. The Ginty movie. Yes. Donald Pleasance. Talking Motorcycle. Was it that one? Or yes, am I getting it was, that? It was, oh, it was talking... It was the... Yeah. But the the way they constructed the motorcycles in this reminded me just of all those other movies. You see the fucking control panel on these things? It's like spread. It's like a motorcycle in this giant fucking control panel, and then the bikes do nothing. Okay, I think I see why it is a cult classic. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, the devil's in the details. All right, so I just wanted to point that back. I don't think I have any more background information because there's not much to this. I I scanned the IMDb. It was four things. One. Oh, I can say one oh, thing. Geez. Because we, you will notice everyone wears a gold jumpsuit that's yes. totally not flattering to the body at all. It, oh. it shows off all the hand kill flat bots oh in this. Oh, my God. The, according to IMDb, which we know is always right, the toy company Mattel designed the costumes. That's for insanity. This, this, that's so yeah. crazy. So there you have it. All right, let's get to this Are you going to give everybody a taste of that flat ass? I already, Yeah, I will. You, tomorrow, okay. well, tomorrow, meaning... Three days ago, Sunday <laughs> or Saturday. No, Saturday, today, as we're recording, okay. you will get a little of Ace, the Ace Man's patootie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, all right, let's get to this. Mega Force be with you for this trailer for Mega Force. From the director who brought you Smokey and the Bandit, Hooper, Cannonball Run, comes the ultimate spectacle. <laughs> Megaforce, an elite compact fighting unit armed with the most sophisticated weapons ever seen on a movie screen. The mission to preserve freedom and justice and battle the forces of evil. The good guys always win, even in the 80s. Megaforce. Despite official denials by leaders of the free world, Sources now confirm the existence of Megaforce, a phantom army of super-elite fighting men whose weapons are the most powerful science can devise. Their mission, to preserve freedom and justice, battling the forces of tyranny and evil in every corner of the globe. 
You heard it there, people. We have an elite force we're dealing with here. I don't a think, phantom army, if you will. I really a phantom menace. A phantom menace. I really don't think they rank up to... Well, they have Spartan. no ranks, as we learned. Yeah. There's only one rank, commander, commander, and that is Ace Hunter. But I really don't think they rank up to uh, the Spartan squad. Oh, Spartan squad would eat them alive. Like... I mean, Bennett alone could kill. He's like you do Brock Samson on him. He would kill all oh of God. them. He would just be covered in blood like Brock Samson, staring off into space. No member of the Spartan squad would be able to like knock a guy out and put on their gold suit because their their glutes would be just fucking glutes. How about the fucking hogs, man? You would, <laughs> it would just, they would tear the fucking crotch out of those fucking jumps. <laughs> they look like hammer pants where they put them. On. <laughs> They would stretch him out. Hey, Air Ace, you can have it back. And this is all stretched out <laughs> in the crotch area. So Murray has pointed out that we have filmed this movie in Intravision. Which, according to the uh, IMDb, is just green screen. Just green screen. That's what Intravision is. I now, mean, we I get did. some lousy early 80s green screen, which is par for the course of the Shaw Brothers. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to know, how did Hell Need, the great Hell Needham, and the Shaw Brothers cross paths to make this movie. That That's is really, yeah. You know, they did, like, I think they did the making of, like, Flash Gordon movie. I want the making of Megaforce. I want to know. I think that would be way more interesting than this movie. Well, we're going to have a whole, we're gonna just going to hire everybody to go with us to see that Rocky Horror, and we're yeah. going to get a Q&A, and all we're going to do is ask them about about. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put plants everywhere. Yeah. And all they're going to do is ask Mega. And like, Barry Boswick's like, why does everyone just want to know about Megaforce? <laughs> So I thought the I liked the intro. It was weird. It was like it was it was like filmed in a negative style. Like yes. the pictures look like ne- it was just it was just footage from the fucking movie of them riding their bikes. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. had a cool kind of music. I like I liked it. I feel like Jack White was inspired by it with a lot of the red, white, and black and just weirdness to it all. So Griffin, I'll admit, we were confused right off the bat. Oh, my God. Because we're thinking we're with the good guys. We're with the Megaforce. Right. No, we're with the bad guys. Great Henry Silva. Okay. It's dark, this first scene. Yeah. Uh, He's got a beard going on, but he's also got a helmet, and he's in a tank. He's just like, I was very, because if we're going full G.I. Joe with Megaforce, because Megaforce looks like a a comic book type organization. I want that from the villains, too. Yeah. And Henry Silva's just wearing, he looks like a regular soldier. He's wearing fatigues. He's, a beard is the only thing that makes him stand out at all. You didn't even recognize it was Henry Silva. I fucking did not recognize. I didn't know if these were characters I was supposed to know. I was looking through IMDb like, what are these characters? What do I write? And then there's some underling reading from a book of propaganda. Like, we're here to save you and bring freedom to your country. The same book that George W. Bush did in uh, Iraq. That's right. And as it's being read, we're scanning over. We're seeing dudes like there's some kind of security. And then there's like uh, doctors or scientists in their lab coats. Uh, and then as we're still hearing the reading, we're seeing this giant factory lab or something. I thought it was like an oil refinery. I didn't know what it was. Oil refinery. It was a great uh, little Godzilla model, though. It was. That. Yeah. And Guerrera, Henry Solo's character, which I'm sure is supposed to think you remind you of Che Guevara, because that's his. He's not. He's just a mercenary. He's not running this country, the country of Gamibia. Gamibia. And they're going to war with Zardun. Hmm. Sardun, I should say. And so which I'm assuming is somewhere in Africa. This, this movie was filmed in Nevada, by the way. 
but I'm assuming this is supposed to be like Northern Africa or something because there are no black people, even though they have these kind of African sounding names. Right. And he just goes, proceed, like he did in Bronx Warriors. And they just start blowing up this refinery. And the guy's like, I got to read the fucking propaganda first. They're not going to know what, much like Griff and I watching it, they're not going to know what we're doing here. No fucking clue. Again, I didn't know these were supposed to be the bad guys. I was like, okay, those look like they're supposed to be innocent people. I, I don't fucking know, though. And then we just cut to the next morning. We're done blowing shit up. Guerrera is somewhere in Namibia. Just driving down the old tank. Like, there's no vehicles in this part of Namibia. Gumibia. Gumibia. There's no vehicle. It's just tanks. It's just military group driving around. It's just around. the desert. Yeah. And... He's getting bitched out by the guy because, like, I got I I thought I thought this guy was supposed to be the guy, like, maybe running Gamibia who hired him. He's just an underling, to, yeah. Maybe or maybe like the dick power is so strong with, with Henry Silva that he is the leader, but he still takes orders from Guerrero. I don't know. I, I, I mean, they never I, explain their relationship at all. Never. He kind of comes off like the guy. Remember Saddam Hussein had, who's like, everything is fine. Like, like when we were like blowing the shit out of Iraq, he's oh. like, we're winning. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Head of propaganda or yeah. something. Like, yeah. So now we cut to our good guys in Sardone, led by General Burn White, played by the guy who played Devin, Michael Knight's boss on Knight Rider. And he is asking permission to return fire because this is the war is it's it's bubbling. It hasn't happened yet. Right. By the way, we're like if you're confused, so are we because right. we you would figure blowing up a lab or a refinery, whatever you so that would be a declaration of war. Exactly. Apparently not. No. Apparently we have Fox News back in these times too because they're spinning in. They're like, oh no, actually that's not an act of war. That's a, that's okay. We're even seeing Burns, uh, you know, forces because they're out on like their weird. Are, you, I, are we supposed to assume because Burns is like a uptight British white guy? Are we supposed to assume he's like a mercenary? I guess so. Why is he leading this country? I can't figure. And see where they chose to use color and uh, and drab military uniforms and everything is very disappointing because. We know in G.I. Joe, it's like you clearly have evil guys and you clearly have bi- bi- good guys. And they Red fo- laser, blue laser. Yeah. And they follow a color scheme and everything so yeah. you can tell them apart. And this, like in the previous scene, we just saw some What's tanks. What I, that's what I was bitching about because Megaforce is complete cartoon. Everything else, else is real world. Right. And so it, it's like we have Burns forces being shot by Guerrero's forces. And you're just, I, like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? The t- same tan tanks are shooting at each other. Are they? I didn't think they were fighting. I thought what it was is the next day, Byrne gets word of that building being blown up, oh. and he wants to return fire. It could have been that. I can't fucking tell these scenes apart because yeah. they're, like, shot so far away. We don't know any of these characters. We don't know what's going on here. But I, ju- I just know that Byrne is trying to get You want permission to author- yeah. yeah. Basically, the story, simple yet confusing. This is where we meet Zara, which... Is she running Zardan? Sardon? Apparently, Sardoon. Yeah, she's high up in the in this military. Uh, I, I don't remember her name. If you, we were just talking about that Ginty movie. She plays the female lead in that Ginty movie that we 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 covered. I don't remember the name of the movie. No Something clue. tomorrow, I think. <sighs> she's most famous for playing the bald chick in Star Trek: The Motion Picture. That's what oh, I most remember her from. Sadly, okay. not with us anymore. Had a heart attack from cocaine. But she is like no. We will not attack. She has a plan, apparently. Right. A mega plan, if you will. If I will. 
So, yeah, she, I guess, apparently is communicating with Megaforce. Correct. And now they're setting up a meet. So they drive out in the desert, just her and they, General Burnwhite. They have to take a plane. Yes. They get dropped off in the middle of nowhere, and then a three-hour car drive further into the middle of nowhere. Right. And they just get left on Where a rock. Where is this? Is this in Gamibia? Is this in Sardoun? Is this in... Where the fuck is Megaforce's HQ? Hell need them. Give us a fucking map. <laughs> we need them to tell us. <laughs> God damn it. How many times are we going to do that today? <laughs> I, we need a map. We need help. Understanding. every place is desert. Every place is desert. Desert. Every place looks the same. Every tank looks the same. I don't know who's good, who's bad. I have no clue what's going on. All I know is Zara is a very beautiful woman. And so, she's man spreading all over this rock. Did you notice that? I did not notice. She's that. got a fucking dress on. My cat is disappointed by that. <laughs> he's like, he sees the stress coming off me. He's, <laughs> he's trying, trying to console to me. me. Down. Yeah, but she is fucking spreading. But by the way, if anyone, out. I did let everybody know about the status of Barn Barney Barnyard. Oh, good. He's as usual in his usual place. Sleeping on top of my little cooler that I keep my pops in. He just, he just like Murray was saying, we we're stressing out for a second there. He stretched <laughs> out and patted Murray on his arm. Just let him know. Like, it'll no, okay. it'll be good. There's a lot more show to do. <laughs> yes. Keep it cool. So they're, they get dropped out off with, like, <coughs> fucking 12, like, bu- bags of luggage and shit like where the fuck do they think they're going so many questions at this point and burn white is our character you know who's doing all of our asking what are we doing out here in the middle of the desert classic privileged white guy just complaining right no one's gonna come pick us up nothing's going on here just constant and zara is giving him the look that's why she's in charge she keeps her cool in a hot situation and finally we just see no. Okay. She's man spreading, like you said. He apparently burn is so concentrated on her crotch, he doesn't notice there's a rattler. Rattles that's what they call rattlesnakes in oh, Texas. Oh, I missed this. Slowly creeping up on her. And then all of this is the only thing that dies in this movie. The rattlesnake gets shot in the head. And this is where we meet the beautiful man named Dallas. I'm sorry, you brought up a snake. I forgot about this. Since all, we're doing construction on every road in Michigan right now, yeah. I had to take some awkward roads to get out of uh, Kayla's neighborhood. And I drive, and I'm stopped at this light, and these fucking white trash people walk out of their house, and they've got a fucking giant pet snake that they're dangling around. I was white like, trash people love reptiles. I was like, what the fuck is... Well, they're taking they love their, exotic yeah, pets. They're yeah. taking their snake for a walk. Beautiful. Well, this snake's not going walking ever again because his head gets blown off. Yeah. And then we meet Dallas, played by Michael Beck, most famously Swan from uh, The Warriors. Hell yeah. He's also the male lead in the movie Xanadu. Yeah. And he's doing he's doing a great job. Got the fucking Texas accent. Hey y'all, how you doing? Going full Dusty Rhodes. Got the skull shirt. Yeah. Very tight. Not skull. School, School. the great chewing tobacco. That's right. We, Griff and I, covet this great satin, Mm. green satin skull jacket that Dusty Rose wore in 1985. That's right. We could get one of those. Our life would be complete. Oh, we might have to. We're gonna promo the hell out of this episode because there, there was good details. Skull, come on. He lets you know, like in front and center, these show on the front and back of the shirt. Skull, they know how to brand. 
What was the slogan on there? You dip it, we'll swip it. Something like that. Yeah. It's good. Hey, like, hi to folks. Like, sometimes them rattlers, they'll, they'll warn you with a rattle. That varmint didn't do it. And, like, Burns is pissed. Like, what are we doing out here? And yeah. he's just doused, just letting everything just slide off his back. He, he just well, loves life. Burn, of course, is he, oh, shit, Breed. Remember our general yeah, from last week? Or exactly. not general. Uh, Colonel, command, Colonel Breed. Colonel Breed. Uh, yeah, he's very Colonel Breed. He's always like, it has to be this way. Well, he, he immediately pulls rank. Of course he does. No pun intended because it's like, what rank are you, young man? He's like, well, there ain't no rank in Megaforce. Well, that is set for the commander. Ace Hunter. We'll follow that guy to the pits of hell. Right. And we're being escorted over to their beautiful Bronco. The perfect all-terrain vehicle. Why did they do the holograph? Not hologram. Yep. They say holograph. Why was that gag there? Why? What was the purpose of this? I was it hiding the Bronco? Was that it? Then wait a minute. There was a boulder. Yeah, there was a boulder. You're right. And That's... like, well, let's. Sh- I'll show you what Megaforce is capable of, sir. And then all of a sudden, the boulder turns into this in, a lovely Asian woman in in the water on a beach. Yeah. She's, that's it. Like, okay. Burns right in the fog hard right now, too. So, of course, he's going to be dumbfounded by this technology. And then it goes, the holograph goes away, and we see that for Bronco. So, we meet uh, another character who none of these side characters really get any kind of No, they get moment. fleshed out at all. Yeah, they're just in the background. Amazing, you- because it's an hour and 40 minutes, yet no character gets any fleshed out at all. At all like you get a little bit of Ace because he's the main character in this, and a little bit of Zara, but even she gets pushed to the side for yeah. like the second half of the movie, <laughs> right? And so, uh, yeah, we meet Zachary Taylor, who is a uh, black guy, and immediately Burn just looks down on him because he's he's got his he's got his Walkman on. He's like, yep. "Oh, are you listening to that jungle music your people are so fond of?" <laughs> And he's just like, that's his, that was his tone. And he's like, actually, it's Vivaldi. What? How do you know that? And he's like, because I'm, I'm fucking cultured. What the fuck? He like, you know, but he, I guess he probably must guess it a lot because he, I would have fucking blasted Burn. Oh, yeah. But he lets it slide. He's like, actually, it's like whatever, Sonata number three or whatever the fuck. Of course. And he's like, hmm, yes. A cultured man would like Sonata number four, but okay. <laughs> In D minor. So they start driving to the to the Megaforce HQ, and then so. we get like the scene. It's just like NASA. It's like these big screens and fucking light up boards. Again, I was confused. Who's the good guy here? Because we cut to the science lab, and then they're like, "Hey, we've got a reading coming in." And I thought, I thought these were the bad guys because yeah. then we see the fucking Bronco stop, and they're like, "Big Brother's watching us." So I was like, oh, there is like a tyrannical right out of the fucking <laughs> right. well, they are. Thing. They explain that they are Big Brother, basically. I don't know if we should like Megaforce. I know. They are listening. They <laughs> like We talk about how our phones are listening to us. It goes to Megaforce. <laughs> yes. They're the they ones. They say they record and transcribe every conversation on the planet. Everyone. Yeah. They, yeah. They're mi- they're trying to minority report. So I guess they're trying to get their uh, permission to go into the the because it's like it's like in a mountain the secret base, right? And so it's like in order to get through here, uh, 
they they have to pass their test or whatever because right. we know they well we'll learn later they have secret lasers mounted everywhere right and so while they're biding their time Zachary is like I think I'm just gonna quote some little Mac Macbeth for you so he does that and then Burn how does he I know that Burn shut the fuck for a second <laughs> shut the fuck for a second listen. And then we hear that beautiful whir of motorbikes that <laughs> <laughs> there's no engine. Why don't you put that in? Put a sound effect you, in. You want so to sound? People will know what we're talking about. Oh, and we see three beautiful bikes, three beautiful bikers coming down this little, like, I don't know what you call it, ravine. I don't know what. It, I don't know. And we get our first action scene where we see balloons fly up in the air. And then if you want to, if you want a visualization of what the, the Mach 4 is, that's what their bikes are called. Okay. It's Chuck Norris's Delta Force bike. Yes. It's 100%. got the fucking rockets on it. It's got a machine gun on it. It's got an obnoxious like paneling in the front there with like some gold, silver, and black, I think, were the color schemes. Yeah, gold and black was the Megaforce colors. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was some it, it kinda, silver or white. It kind of resembled Desert Camo, but it was gold. Yeah. yeah there yeah. was like lightning bolts and shit on of it. Of course it's, you have lightning bolts. It's a kid's movie. Your mega, so, it it yeah. is a child's movie. Yeah. But yeah, you got all these balloons flying in the air. It looks like something out of a Flaming Lips music video because it's so colorful. They're blowing it up. It's a gender reveal as well. You got the the pink and the blue falling down. Yes, Ace is having a, a girl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they're just unloading on these balloons with missiles and shit. Shit's just blowing up everywhere. Do you remember the two other guys that were here? I thought it was the Asian Suki, dude. And the- Suki is the Japanese, Suki. and Lopez is the Mexican guy. Okay. Because as we we know, this is an international force. Right. So everyone, to let everyone know, because and I love this. I wish we could go. We can't go back to these days. Anytime you have someone who's a foreigner, it's the most stereotypical yeah. look. But on this one, they have their little flags on their little jumpsuits. So yeah, you see the right. Japanese flag on Suki's and then the Mexican flag on Lopez. That's right. So they, they do a great job of shooting down all the balloons. They pop their wheelies to, of course, get the aim right and all that. Right. And then they turn around, and it just so happened the Bronco was positioned right underneath like a little cliffside ramp type situation. It's yeah, a natural formation yeah. of a ramp. And so they hit it, <laughs> but Zara sees what's happening, and she ducks. Because she was afraid they were going to crash through that. Anyways. I would, too. They were reckless. They're right. unloading on balloons. That's right. Like a, yeah. And then, again, yeah, the guy jumps over the Bronco, and that's our hero, Ace Hunter. Turn, Great fucking goofball hero oh name, my though. God. Yeah. Turns around, not to be confused with, Matt Hunter. Yeah. Are they related? Yes, they're brothers. Well, fuck. They both have that fucking perfect fucking blonde highlighted hair and the oh beard, the sculpted beard. Yes, Matt Hunter and Ace Hunter are brothers. Fucking Christ. I could not stand Ace Hunter's face. This helmet <laughs> reveal here, I was like, bar fucking city. He's got his light blue headband <laughs> on. Very 80s. Well, we needed that because later in the movie when we don't recognize anybody because everybody is dressed exactly the same. Not appropriate for G.I. Joe at all, yeah. in my uh, opinion. Right. You got you to gotta look at the arm of the flag. Yeah, that's but Ace does have the headband that's always flying behind yes. him, so you can, you can spot Baby him. Baby blue headband. And he rips it off, and he's like, 
pleasure to meet you, Madame Ace Hunter, Commander of Megaforce. She is not having... We always... We've learned this from every movie we've ever seen. Yeah. True love starts with true hate. That... Some kind of love, it was some kind of hate. You got to hate... If you don't hate somebody the first time you meet them, you're never going to love them. Absolutely correct. And so, of course, there's sexual tension between Ace and Zara. I could tell because they were both biting their lip when the other one was talking. Right. And she is just like, I. what kind of goofball force is this? I thought I was dealing with professionals. I need a professional army. You're blowing up balloons. By the way, congratulations on your... your, your all, <laughs> the baby hasn't decided to do sex yet, but you think it's going to be female. I... Uh, then she's going like before she was complaining about burn complaining about everything now she's like you fucking drive me over here in a fucking ni- 1981 bronco where did you even fucking get this thing i didn't have pads i didn't have air conditioning i didn't have any padding as in like a comforted seat yeah and he's just like you know don't worry about that megaforce is going to help you get this guerrero i know him he's my best friend by the way guerrero what a fu- what the fuck is this? So to break the tension, Burn, shockingly, because he's always starting shit, right. he's complaining. He's like, oh my, that's quite a sexy vehicle you're driving. What is that? Well, that's my Mach 4 Super Cycle. Super Cycle. I will lead you guys on my Mach 4 Super Cycle to the, to the Megaforce HQ. All right. And so as we head in, of course, we have Dallas kind of keeping everybody cool. It's cracking yeah. jokes inside the car. We get inside the compound. It's fucking enormous. It was a parking structure. Yeah. You could tell. Because Seven level the, parking structure. Yeah, exactly. Seven level. Yep. Uh, but as they, they're walking in, Dallas is doing all the introductions. I can't wait for you guys to meet Egghead. Look at him over here. He's, yeah, he's, he's their cue. Yeah. That creates all their devices. Got the big, goofy science glasses, white lab jacket on. That's our egg, and that's no yolk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And... You know what? Egg gives it right. What was it? Egg bird or something? No, that's that's something else. Egg. I don't know. They, they just called him Egg. And yeah. I'm not talking about Egg from Big Trouble Little China. He's he's more colorful. So Egg walks up to Dallas. He's because he's an egghead. People get it. Yeah. He's sick of all of his fucking jokes. So we snaps back with his own Vinny joke. Hey Dallas, if an idiot doesn't have less clothes on, they have moron. Oh. And while they're doing that, he's like, hey, Ace, before you give him the big you know, tour, I want you to know I did some adjustments on the Mach 4. I put two red buttons. Push the first button first and the second <laughs> button second. By the way, we haven't <laughs> talked about the consoles on these bikes yet. Actually, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. They are ginormous. Yes. 3,000 <laughs> buttons. They all blink. Space this... Shuttle doesn't have this much shit on Right. It. Elon saw this movie and was like, that's what I need in my <laughs> SpaceX rockets. And that's why they keep not doing the thing they're supposed to do. Too many buttons. So then now we get a nice green screen where we see this elaborate, gigantic, cavernous HQ, which is just them in front of a green screen. And it's like a painting. And he's like, yes, this is seven levels. It's self-sufficient. Nobody can find us. We have our living quarters. We have our ballistics. We got all this shit. I think this is where we get a whole explanation about uh, all the fucking countries of the world. Yeah. Like, They're going through like a hangar, which has 
all the latest technology of like right. vehicles. Right. And, and we learned that the leaders from all the free countries of the world, whatever the best shit, because Burns like, I thought that was still in development. And he's like, no, we get the top line shit. We're the first to get it. And because and they said we were supplied by an organization called Stuff. I didn't write down what it stood for, but it, it did stand. We get our stuff from Stuff. That's so fun. Again, Acne or Acme? Acme. Acme. Yeah, it, it's totally just. A- and we also learned that everybody who's a member of Megaforce, their pass is totally much. The, is Seagal a member of Megaforce? Because all their pass is scrubbed clean. You don't right. know. Five years ago, they didn't exist. I don't know if Seagal could work in these ranks, though. Because he couldn't fit in the fucking jumpsuit. No, he wouldn't be able to do that. Got but his gut hanging out. They got to unzip it so his gut can hang the out. The only way is if he got brought in, they immediately made him commander. Because he, he couldn't be a nobody in a fucking organization. He'd have to be somebody. Right. And the I only... think there needs to be more ranks. Yeah. And I'm five-star general. Five-star general, ultra commander, Commander-in-chief. Commander-in-chief. There we go. All right. So they're going to have a little dinner later on. So, of course, you got to get your, your best dress clothes on. Right. And uh, so we actually get to see Zara putting on. Well, she's already got it put completely on. She's just checking herself out in the mirror, making sure all of her, like, uh, awards or whatever they're called. Medals. Merits. Medals. medals. <laughs> Ace comes in. He's. Looking roguish. He's got like the fucking uh, Rafik Khan uh, yes. outfit where it's the, the flap that you button up, but he leaves the flap always open. Yeah. I don't like everybody had that. So is that part of the uniform? Like you have to have the flap undone? You got Maybe if you're undone. not in combat, you have it undone. That's, the, that's what signifies like I'm not in combat. It was like a super lapel that was just on the one side and you open yeah. it up and yeah. So it. I thought it looked pretty good. Cool. This is the kind of color I wanted in this stupid fucking movie, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, this is good for yeah, this but, cartoon of a, yeah, a movie. Yeah, because everything else is very drab. Very, very drab. desert. Very yeah. tan. Very brown. And he's just like, he looks at her medals, like, real condescendingly, like a woman could have medals. He's like, I noticed you're missing one. Good conduct. Was that, is, is that his way of saying, like, I think you're cute, Teehee? Yeah, it kind of signifies you play by your own rules. Oh, okay. You know, she does. She, you know, she's oh. she's Major Rain, uh, Reisman. She plays by her own rules, but gets shit done. Does she though? Because Burton's like, hey, we got the chance to take out Guerrero's forces right now. And she, she had to see Megaforce first. No, she didn't want to start a war. That's the whole thing. She cares. She's like, she wants to do a surgical strike on Guerrero's forces. So there wasn't. There won't be a war. Okay. So she's thinking the right way. So this is a good time to try to figure Black this out. Blackwater is basically what Megaforce is. Yes, there we go. Yeah. This is a good time to try to do this, Murray. We'll, we'll try to summarize this plot real quick. Okay. So the Zenibia forces need to get after... Gumibia. Zenibia <laughs> forces need yeah. to get after Guerrero's forces. No, 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 no. Guerrero is working for Gumibia. Okay. Czar is from Sardoon. Czar <laughs> is from Sardoon. Yeah. Where does Zardaz work into this? Zardaz does not work. Well, I, I would love to have seen Ace Hunter in the diaper outfit that Sean Connery wears in Zardaz. I would love if there was just a shadow of crazy, uh, what's his name, on a mountain in his red diaper. Connery? Connery, yeah. But they want to hire the Megaforce because, as we're about to learn, they need to get Guerrero's forces, but they can't start a war, so they want to use the Megaforce to get Guerrero. And keep their hands clean. Right. They want to, in a way, 
use Megaforce to lure Guerrero's forces in, to invade their country so they can take him out. Okay. Even though that's what Guerrero wants to do. Guerrero wants to invade their country. So why don't they just let him? Because if they have the forces to take him out. Right. It's very... Like very, I said, very simple yet very confusing. I can't wait because in a second here, guys, uh, Ace Hunter is going to explain the plan in three phases. And Hook, yet, line, sinker. Makes no fucking sense. There's even yeah. like a little fucking graph. Yeah. This is the, final, the yeah. first time I, I just took this. Uh, yeah. This was the hardest part of the notes. I had to like figure this out for you, but it, you didn't know what was going on. I have no fucking clue what was going on. I will on explain. Everyone, all will be all will make sense. So before they go to leave, you got it's like Star Trek doors that slide open. It's a little doorbell that you have to hit to <laughs> oh, uh, do the automatic. Hey, God, this scene is so awkward because they both reach for it and her hand doesn't just touch it and you know like reject it and pull back into her body. She like runs her she waterfalls over his fingertips in a shaw brothers movie that's a 10 on the swedson scale that's how like <laughs> chase they are like okay that's like fucking basically because Intr- i don't know yeah. shaw at all so yeah that okay and, you know, there's no you know there's never any fucking in martial arts like asian martial arts movies True, Nobody but fucks. i haven't seen enough shaw movies except for the movie we're going to talk about next week but that's we're getting ahead you gotta of wait you gotta wait for that so, yeah, and then they, that's their little meet cute kind of like the ice is a thawing basically yeah. between them because they touched hands. So right. they're now they're at the mess hall eating their chow. Okay. Dallas is holding court, just always just making everybody be happy and cool, you know. And we're, we, he, oh, well, he's giving out a tech demo on all their cool gadgets. The oh, yeah. Before they yeah, before they go to the mess hall, they go back to the hangar and he's explaining to to burn this like chameleon like uh, it, it was called stealth nose is what he called it yeah and if burn is doubting it he's like how would you make anything turn invisible that's totally theoretical well not here they had when you got egg you can do anything right and so he's like it uses the same technology as this and he's got like a two-dimensional piece of some kind of fabric it's he a has circle. Like a hat is a hat oh is it a hat okay yeah, and, and then he puts it on something and then it just camouflages into it it like takes up the color and then turns into a shat it's like wait what i'm yeah i'm guessing it's supposed to be like chameleon type like yeah yeah that so okay that's interesting and then they go to eat dinner and we oh no they then they go to the (laughs) they go to the big brother room where they explain how they 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 monitor everyone on earth they actually play some shit from communist china it translates and it's just this guy Hey, I want I want McDonald's for like dinner tonight. Well, I don't want that. It's just this boring conversation. The good guys, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And then Burn, like he rightfully so goes, I don't know. That's, guy, that's quite intrusive. He's like, we know everything about you, Burn. Uh, did you one time at a frat party pick up a cherry off an ice block with your butt cheeks? No. Yes, you did. We got the photo right here. Yeah. We know you went down on a girl wearing a Darth Vader mask. She didn't know who you were. She thought she was you were their boyfriend. And here you are in your shithole apartment needing a steak raw with Worcestershire sauce. And he's like, Ew, he's pulling his colleague. Ew, I didn't know that was statute of limitations. And then like, we even know that you have a helicopter. You love so much. 
You, you made it into a fuck wagon. You installed some AC and some shag carpeting. Well, you know when you drug a girl, you need to be comfortable when you're shagging her. Uh, guys, can we get to dinner? This is a lot of information about me. What are we having? Black pudding? Tell me about Guerrera. And this is where we learn that Guerrera apparently was a member of Megaforce at one time. Because... We learned that he, Ace and Duke Guerrera, Ace and Duke, yeah. also G.I. Joe characters, <laughs> uh, they were like best friends. Right. And when 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 Duke, I'm just going to call him Duke because I don't like Guerrera. When Duke needed Megaforce most, they didn't help him because he's, well, I don't get this because first of all, he's Ace's best friend. At the same time, Duke will only do shit for money. They explain mm-hmm. that. He will kill he's Blackwater. He'll kill anyone for money. And he like like Che Guevara, he goes from these like third world countries, like liberating, I'm using air quotes right. from these corrupt governments. He takes the upset, you know, uh people of that country and everything, gives them the military equipment, leads them to quote unquote victory, overthrowing. He literally chaos. says, Ace says, I know him personally, he's a fanatic, everything he does for money. Also my best friend. Also I love the fucking guy. You got to see some of the party tricks he does. So, turnaround is fair play. Someone finally invades Duke's country, and he's ready to go. He's ready to fight. And then the pussy-ass politicians, January 6th, hiding in their bunker, are just like, no, we're going to surrender. Yeah. And Duke can't. He, he's totally disillusioned with Megaforce. He's like, this is what Megaforce is for. Donald Trump was trying to say it. All Mike Pence had to do is deliver a Pency, and he would have been president again. So he watched his country get taken over. and But he's like, I worked on him. I tried to get him back into Megaforce, but here's here's the thing. Motherfucker stole this. Well, if he stole it, why do you have it? He pulls it. He's got a Zippo. <sighs> and they zoom in on Did you notice what was said on it? No. Deeds over words. That's the Megaforce, apparently, motto. What? Yes. The fuck does that mean? This is the worst helpful. <laughs> we're ridding the world of tyranny with our big brother system that hears everybody. Santa Claus works for Megaforce. <laughs> so what broke up their friendship was Duke took his lighter. That's it's, why they've never spoken since. It's a kid's movie. Right. All right, so then the next day, Ace explains his master plan, Operation Hook, Line, Sinker. All right, I'm going to explain it to you. Please, Murray. This one's confusing. They're going to fly into Gamidia with three planes. He he shows a map of Gamidia. He says Guerrero has his forces divided into two sections, one on one side of the country that's guarding their fuel and ammo depots. Right. The other one that's right on the border with Sardoon, which which I thought was where Guerrero was, but no, he's at the the ammo dump. Okay. But so that's where his two forces are. So okay. the plan is we're going to fly in. One of our planes is going to go to a uh, refueling rendezvous point that's right dead center between the two forces. Oh, okay. Two forces are going to dump off all our rad, rad kick-ass fucking motorcycles. We're going to take out the fuel and deep... And basically, they're... If they don't have ammo or fuel, they're dead in the water. Right. Then we're going to drive back to we're going to refuel at that the refueling section. And then we're going to try we're going to use our supercomputers to get 5 minutes because talk about microwave timing, Megaforce has mastered microwave timing. So much so in a minute here, we're actually going to see the operation take place with the <laughs> fucking shot clock on. Yes. So 
So they're going to get ahead of Guerrero's forces, draw them to the border, which I thought they were already at the border of Zardun. They're going to draw them so then we'll force them to invade Sardun. Sardun will have no choice but to destroy Gamibia's right. forces. Hands clean. Hands clean. That's the plan. Right. That was <laughs> a good and plan. And we're going to do it in four minutes. Burns like, what? That's unheard of. So four minutes is how, how long it's going to take him to go into the ammo dump or the fuel uh, dump or whatever it was. Yes, destroy everything. Destroy it all and then get out. Their last guy will be 10 minutes out of town by that four-minute mark somehow. Right. 10 minutes out of town. So Dallas can see there's some tension because people are like, that's unbelievable. You're going to destroy the army in four minutes? Dallas is like, I got to relieve the tension. I know cartoons. So he puts out the hologram, and we just see a pig materialize, cartoon pig, and, yeah. he's, and he just does like a dance or some shit. Dallas pissing his pants. Of course he's loving it. I, he, he just doesn't look right in his uniform, though. I need the skull jacket and the cowboy hat. Fucking Ace gives him a side eye. He's like, what the fuck? I thought we talked about this. And then we see Zara looking upset, and then she's like, I love it. Brilliant plan. Get the champagne out. Get the Don Perry on. Make sure it's a 61. I can't wait to join you on this mission. And he's like, what? Ever, Girls are icky. They don't go on Megaforce missions. That's right. I am a soldier. And so the next 15 minutes of this movie are devoted to show Zara showing off. Proving how- herself. Huh? Proving herself. Exactly. Showing off how uh, great she is on the combat field and everything. We're going to go through it. What are we doing? Well, this is like, this is Hell Needham. I want to have a parachute scene. Okay. So it's the only point of this. So they're up in a plane. Uh, Ace is mansplaining how to parachute to this woman. That's right. And she just rolls her eyes and just jumps right out. And Dale's like, I guess she knows, boss. You better mm-hmm. follow her. All right. So we're. Parachute scene. Okay, it's going to be exciting, right? No. It's no. just literally two people paired. They're not nobody's like having trouble with their ripcord. Nope. Nobody's like doing any cool formations, like meeting, separating. This we, would have been a cool moment for like one of the other Megaforce people to have a shoot problem and she swoops in and saves them. Ace to have it. And then he earns she earns his respect. That would be even better cuz all <laughs> she is right now is somebody Ace wants to fuck. Yeah, she's just you're uh, not passing the Bicknell test, the B- Bichanel be- test. Be- Beckel test. The Beckel test. You're not passing it, Hal. No. I know you're worried about it. <laughs> there is. It didn't there, exist at this time. There actually is no other female character in this movie. That's true. <sighs> so, yeah, that's like, we needed one to prove that nobody's gay in this movie. Because it's the 81. They would be worried about shit like that. Mag- they're living by themselves. Also, men. remember... Kids movie. Little boys do not want to see icky girls in their fucking army movie. It's true. So, so yeah, they just parachute. We get some awful green screen of the actors like you know falling down, and then they land, and that's it. Yeah, whimsical music for like all these stunts too. Right. Again, war is hell. Whimsical music's uh, pretty cool. That'll be the right soundtrack. So the next test is a video simulation where she's like on the battlefield, like running, driving a tank or something. Yeah, and you'll see, like, if you watch this, you'll see that uh, Steve Jobs stole this for for some of his Apple commercials. 
We'll talk and, about that in a second. And no pun intended, she's acing it. Oh, my God. She's just blowing away everybody. She's. We ought to point out, because Griff and I both like bonded over this. Looks great. She's wearing like this sexy black jumpsuit with a little. She looks like a seventies porn star because she has that like scarf. Which some, I don't yes. know why seventies porn stars wore scarves, but she has like a little red scarf around her She's neck. She's got the little hair red, done, makeup. It's pulled back real tight. Yeah. You got the, the the bright red makeup on and everything, and she she gets out of there and she stands up, and then it's like they're in front of like a red background, and then they're like in silhouette. Yeah. It's straight out of the fucking Apple commercials. They stole it from this movie. Intro vision. Intro vision, man. It was fucking good. Ace can't he's gotta he's gotta game has to recognize game. He's like, You are amazing. Too bad you have a vagina. Because I can't have a girl Megaforce is a finely tuned machine. Right. I can't have an out interloper, an outsider fuck up the chemistry. And much like this is why Spartan Squad doesn't allow women. That's right. Because it will. It will. When people get that stank, they, they smell the fog. it. When that fog billows, everybody, the whole... So I kind of understand where Ace is coming I from. think when she stood up in that outfit, he was like, yeah. the fucking well, fog Well, you saw his little room. boner in that fucking <laughs> jumpsuit. I mean, yeah. You can't, you, you can't hide anything in those jumpsuits. No. No, you cannot. And so he's like, I'm sorry, babe, but yeah, I no, you're out. And then she's like, I understand. She's pissed. <laughs> But she's like, okay. So, all right. We're getting ready for the hook part of Operation Hook, Line, and Sinker. We're, they're loading up our cargo planes. Egg brings up the fucking, remember, push the first button first and the second button second. All right. Complicated. Zara comes off to see him off. Of course she does. And, again, they're having this cute, you know, little flirtation thing here. And he's like, you know, I really don't want this to end here. After we're done just fucking taking care of this shit, blowing up, no no casualties, just everything's going to be blown up. Uh, why don't we meet at that cool bar? Cool in- bar I know in London. It's called the Lion's Head. Mm. She's like, I've heard of it. And then they do this. If you see you you type in Mega Force GIF, this is the first thing that pops up. Oh, yeah? Up. Yes. Damn, I, I thought we came up with that when we started the podcast because that's how Murray and uh, me greet each other. Yeah, Murray but... walks in the door, kisses his thumb, and, <laughs> and I then do the same. Gives him a, gives Griff a thumbs up. Right. That's how that's how we get in the spirit to do this. Right, and he, that's how they get in the spirit because he does it, and then she does it back, and we're like these these kids love each other. They're meant for each other. Like a very childish way yes. of like incredibly childish <laughs> Shaw Brothers people. So they're they're oh Dallas he's a stickler for like going over the plane he's he is the fucking major Reisman he's like no he's got even got the rhymes like Reisman had like step one you know? yeah oh yeah 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 try not to come you know and then so because fucking Ace is totally in her fog yes he's just like he just has like fucking cartoon like hearts coming out of his eyes and shit. Dallas knows him all the all too well because he knows every fucking curve on his body. He's seen well, him you in, can't help. I know it because know. of these form-fitting things. <laughs> He's helped him in that suit probably a couple times. So Dallas, this I I did like this scene because this this is basically a conversation between me and Griff. Dallas goes like, you know, this would be Griff talking. You know, uh, a a smart man once told me something. I'm like what? Well, you love him in blue. And you love them in red. Most of all, you love them in blue. Ah! 
I hate that. <laughs> Whoever fucking said that isn't very fucking smart. That would be me. I'd be like, Griff, what the fuck are you talking? And we've had these conversations. Where I'm like, Griff, hundred percent. What the fuck are you talking about? Hundred percent. And then Dallas comes back. What? That smart man told me that quote. That was you, Ace. And then Ace, which I would do, I go, oh, that's pretty deep. Yeah, oh, I yeah. fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we just these guys are about to do a nighttime jump, which we learned from the Dirty Dozen. Hardest fucking thing to do. Right. Well, you it, could, killed, it killed poor Jimenez. Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, there's no trees in the desert. <laughs> Just the Joshua trees. But So we got... This is the only character development, this one scene we get of the other guys. We got Suki, who's working a Rubik's Cube with his life dependent on it. Right. And he can't... He's like, I've been working two months on this. Haven't even got two sides to match. Zachary, listening to the latest Vivaldi jam on his Walkman, he's like, throw it to me. Two turns, fucking perfect. Then we have like a couple guys just tossing a knife to each other, and it's sticking like behind them, right? It's yeah, whizzing playing, right by their ear. They're playing catch with a knife, but it's sticking next to each other. Yeah, and it's like an yeah. inch away from their head. We meet Anton, who's the French guy, and we know he's French because he's just talking about pussy. He's just like, I just can't wait to get laid. I my, didn't even catch that. Yeah. It was too thick, that accent. He's like, my girlfriend, CJ, I cannot wait. And so basically, like I said, playing to every stereotype. Of course, the French guy just wants to fuck. What's this about Alka-Seltzer? Fucking Rip is getting ready for fucking, like, the, the jump, and he's to take some Alka-Seltzer. Well, Dallas brings it to him. I guess this is a ritual that Rip has. His, oh. stum- his tummy gets a little, like, upset. <laughs> so Dallas just plops some Alka-Seltzer, gives it plop, plop, fizz, fizz. And then just, like, Ace just chugs some Alka-Seltzer. These guys... Are having the time. Have you ever of the had Alka Seltzer? No. I never. remember because Alka Seltzer, the plop plop fizz fizz commercial, was huge when I was like four or five. So I, I just bugged my. I didn't know what it was for. I was yeah. like, Mom, I have to fucking see this. My mom's like, No, I'm not wasting my. She fucked. I finally just wore it down. So she got it. She's like, You better drink it. And then I, I just wanted to see it. Like that, that's how fucking like you know amazed like uh, starved for anything we were back then. Like oh my god, these are fizzing. Yes. And then it was like oh what the fuck it is like horrible. It tastes like shit. I swear, when I was like nine or ten, we went down to Florida. We always stayed in like a big enough suite where it had an oven and everything, a little kitchen, so we could we didn't have money to eat out every day too. And we had an electric cooktop. And I swear I saw like someone was boiling soup or something. And I swear I could see like the the burner like kind of moving, like something reaching out of it. Well, Griff Brain moves the soup pan out of the way and puts my <laughs> I put my hand directly on it because I wanted to feel it move on my hand. <laughs> and I go, ow. And then I spent the rest of that night with my hand in ice water. I pissed everywhere that <laughs> night because, yeah, that trick works. Put your hand in water while you're sleeping. So if it's like fire, it'll make your dick explode. Basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Griff was 20 years old. First, <laughs> first time he took acid. Okay, so it explains it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's it. We're ready, to, ready for that night jump. We're going over now to, of course, to see what Guerrero's up to. Our enemy, Duke. Right, playing a little chess. This is probably the third or fourth movie in a row. <laughs> it's at least We've the had third. A chess scene. He's playing with that one guy. We don't know who he, what his position is. It's Thank goon. you. He's just there. He's like got a little blonde mustache. And the guy goes check, and then he's like, you know what? Give me another bottle of that wine. All he's right, like, sir. All right. I've I 
you're fucked, so I'll do that. You got to love the audacity of Guerrero here, though, because well, he's going to cheat. It's called the Goro's Gambit. We oh, learned this from yeah. Ninja 2. Of course. Where he just moves everything around so he wins. He Check literally me. moves three <laughs> chess pieces. Not one. Three of his own guys. He just moves them right. Oh, that's good. So once again, Griff and I confuse. This guy's a piece of shit. He's cheating on chess. He can't. There can be nothing good about this guy. Or maybe we're wrong. Right. Because... He, he's, his personality changes from scene to scene. Jovial, angry, uh, fucking diabolics, blowing shit up. And the next scene, he's just having a good time. So apparently only a, like, a pussy would just parachute out. Megaforce parachutes out on their motorcycles. They just drive right out the back of the fucking thing. Parachutes. All the vehicles have parachutes on them. So they all land... They're ready to hit that depot we were talking about, that Guerrero's, See, Guerrero's at. We did a great job because that was a nine-minute scene, and we got <laughs> through it in nine seconds. Yes. Speaking of timers, yeah, this is where we get. we, get, we Okay, so the, Megaforce, Hal Needham actually does a cameo appearance in this movie. He plays a – they have a little, they have a little like, truck that has all the – it's all consoles. It's Matt. It's like the Matt Hunter situation. Wait, was that Matt Hunter? What movie was it or show was it where they had invisibility, but they had a call? Highwayman. Highwayman. We got a Highwayman situation <laughs> happening here because it's like they need this remote computer nearby so they can do all their super tech well, shit. No, the point. The, Hal's. Because I'm just gonna call the character Hal. His, because remember, war is fun. He's just cutting highlight reels for these guys. Oh, he's he the even mentions that. he's the production guy. Yeah. Oh my god, of course he is. So he's got monitors watching everybody, and he's just like, you know, that's a kick-ass move. I mean, cuts it for the guy. Everyone's got their own personal You're highlight right. reel. We've and since he, they've got everybody mic'd, they're listening to Guerrero's forces like screaming in agony and everything, and so you have like dun, 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 <laughs> over the sound of people like being burned alive. No, nobody dies. In this I world. know it's. I want to make it bigger than only it a is. rattlesnake died. And so yeah, so like like they literally we see at the bottom uh, right hand corner of the screen four minutes. They're not fucking around. They're gonna do this in four minutes. Yeah. Or your fucking pizza's free. That's right. And the, the Megaforce just comes into town. It's literally like an old west town, one street. Yep. That they just go up and down blowing shit up. Just blowing it. Oh, man. It, it looks like hell. It's just smokestacks everywhere. It was crazy. They're, they're doing jumps and dropping grenades on people. Yeah, that's a move that they actually give us here, and we see it pay off later, too. Like, we get to see that a lot. Guess what, people? Three... Two, one, mission completed. They destroyed the building, mega, and they're doing it with a smile on their face. So they started this mission early in the morning. Yeah. When people least expect it. And by the time they're getting, because they're doing like the pop-up rendezvous point and everything, it's going to be like, what, 9, 8 a.m. or something? Sun, yeah. Sun's up. Oh, 600 hours. Oh, 600, 6 a.m.? Yeah. Sun they up they do more before, they destroy more things before 6 a.m. than most people do in a year. That's right. So, yeah, they're, they're ready to hang, hang, take off for their rendezvous point. So, Hal, he's like, all right, man, I got some. I burned them on the CDs. I can't wait to show these to you. While that's going on, some of Guerrero's forces are sneaking up on him with a bazooka. That's right. And he spots them. He's got cameras everywhere. Right. And so he calls into Ace. Hey, you got any friends that were trying to drop in on me today? 
No friends. All righty. Hits a couple buttons. Unless you're counting Guerrera. He's my best friend. That's right. But he and my a, worst enemy. He <laughs> so hits a couple buttons, and this is where we get the laser sound effect. We There's see like a, like a radar thing on the top spin toward these guys. Yeah. Don't get the effect. I guess the budget was too low. Right. We just see the guys get disintegrated. Right. Because you see them. Then you see the radar dish. Then you go back down to the people. They're gone and replaced with a puff of smoke. <laughs> and you heard a laser sound effect. All right. Liner. Apparently. Phase two. Guerrera livid. He sends out his fucking goon that he, he cheated on the, the chess game and another guy on a motorcycle with a sidecar. Follow those guys. I fucking hate this. That guy needs a name. Number two. Anything. Why? It, it, no one. Guerrero's the only guy with a, uh, with a name. Ekstrom back at HQ, monitoring everything, loving what's going on. Plan is going according. I love it when a plan comes together. Now we head out to the resupply thing where we see our. our is this a relative of a character we low and love? We need another Native American. I know he's Native American. He had beautiful jewelry on. Absolutely. He had a tomahawk dangling earring. Which Turquoise. Reminds me of somebody. Oh, yeah. Character by the name of Six Killer. Because, of course, we're, we're a multiculturalist. we got to have a Native American. That's right. And he's bitching with Lopez. He's like, man, I wish I was out there not killing people but blowing shit up and having fun. Well, hey, somebody's got to do the resupply. You'll get the next job. That's right. Yeah. We rotate. You get to be a murderer next week. And so they're they're waiting in. They're like, is are they on time? Are they a minute behind? What's going on here? When are they going to show up? They're on microwave time. They're perfect. Exactly. So now we cut to Burn over in Zardoon on the border. He's 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 got his army waiting because they're going to lure Gravera's army into, into Zardoon. Yeah, exactly. And he gets a phone call. He's like, mm, yes. Oh, that's that's upsetting. Okay, and then we don't know what's going on. Him and Zara jump into a chopper and fly off. Right. All right, Megaforce finally arrives at the refuel point. Fucking Crazy Horse. Was that the Six Killer's first name was Crazy Horse? Apparently, it was somebody's fucking name. I heard someone yell Crazy Horse, so I was like, that's a name. I'm I, putting I, it in the I notes. I think that's, that is a racist yet funny name that Dallas gives the Six Killer. He that calls might him be. Crazy Horse because he's Native American, so yes. obviously. And and like he he's like, he's, sure enough, like you said, this is a movie of stereotypes, so... So six killers like ain't getting any scalps. <laughs> and he's like, you know, we don't kill anybody. We just have fun. All right. Meanwhile, Guevara's goon has finally arrived. He's like watching this refuel happening. So we talk about all these great technology advancements that Megaforce has. He's been literally dragging a cup on a string along with him, and then he talks <laughs> into the the cup. Hey, Bosh, I got him here. They they got the refueling. But Dallas notices them out of there. Of course he does. Well, he's yelling into the cup. So he calls, that's... he gets on his cup to Ekstrom. <laughs> hey there, you got that little holograph set up? I sure do. So once again, we see that same, I don't know. It's the fucking pretty Asian woman in the fucking ocean. And somehow that, I guess, maybe. Goon number two hasn't been laid in so long. He's that holographic fog is blowing his way. Right, because he's already told Guerrero. His eye, he he's got the binoculars up, and you see his eyeballs shoot out the, yeah. the ends of the binocular. Oh, 
And he's like, Guerrero's like, what's going on? Nothing, boss. There I don't is, see anything. I know I just told you there's a refueling uh, station here, but I was wrong. There's nothing here. Not even a boner. Not even a boner. Because he's embarrassed because he has a boner. All right. And so that's when you start to hear it. A chopper. And we're like, that's got to be Burn and Zara. They left in a chopper. No. This is where it gets really confusing for me. Chopper lands. Ace runs up to it. Who steps out? Guerrero. Duke Guerrero. This is where we hear Duke for the first time. He's, I'm like, and, the, and and fucking Ace is ecstatic to me. He like greets him, like hugs him. He does the thumb kiss. Right. I would, So I, I'm like confused here. I'm like, is this supposed to be like a good guy twin of Guerrero? Right. Because this is a dumb movie. They would do something like that. Right. No, this is fucking evil cheats on chess Guevara. Right. And he's happy to see Ace too. They hug, kiss each other on the cheeks. I when he calls him Duke, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like some kind of confused <laughs> thing." He renamed himself Guerrero and something like that. No, that's not at all what's happening here. And he's so and, uh, Guerrero pulls out a, a cigar, and Ace whips out his Zippo, lights it for him, and that brings back the PTSD of the time Duke. So he's like. Remember this? You stole my stole my uh, Zippo. And then Duke goes, or did you forget to ask for it back? Beef squashed. That's it. That's all they do. It's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> all you have to do is start the conversation. A lot of our problems are by not communicating. Right. Burn and Zara land after this. And, and Burn is like, you got Duke. Hol- holy shit. You got Guerrero. And that's when it comes together. Like, oh, no, this is the motherfucker. This is not some kind of weird ruse. And you're like, uh, uh, okay, movie over? What is happening no. here? We have 20 minutes to go. So Byrne relays the, the news he got on the phone earlier to Ace. Let, let me tell you, good, dear boy. You, let, let me pull you aside here. Let me talk to you discreetly. And that's when fucking uh, Guerrero Duke comes through and he's like, no, I know. She knows. You know. He'll know right here or I'll tell him right here. Dear boy, apparently Megaforce did too good a job. What? Yeah, this is where it gets confusing. So the way that the half-assed way they explain it is up. Okay. We if the me apparently the media is on the border too. If they see Megaforce hauling ass across Sardune's border, the implication will be they'll finally find out. Because remember, Megaforce is, is supposed to be a phantom army, right? But they'll find out that in actuality, the first shots were fired by Sardune, and it's all about optics, Griff. Right? We can't have that. So we're going to cut ties with you. We don't know. Anything about Megaforce. You guys are just a reckless mercenary army doing your thing. Sardoun doesn't know what's going on. They're going to leave him fucking high and dry. That's right. Sorry, dear boy. Guevara, apparently friends with Ace again, feels sorry for him. So he offers him a... He's like, look, only way you can get out is a dry lake bed. That's the only place... Even though it's all desert everywhere. You can land yeah. a plane anywhere here. Anywhere. That's the only place you can escape. My tanks are going to be there, though. I know this. Yeah. See, you're fucked. However, since we're friends now, since I gave you back your lighter. That's right. I 
will let you leave, but you got to leave all your weapons behind. Oh. Ace is like, fuck that. I haven't even pushed the first button, let alone the, the sad game. <laughs> You're not going to be the first guy to do that. I am. Does that make Zara the third button? Yes, he's flicking her button. <laughs> her button's pink, though. It's not red. <laughs> and so Ace is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not surrendering. These colors, this drab color doesn't run. That's right. And Guerrero's like, all right, see you then. Everybody just kind of disappears. Ace is licking his wounds, going back to his boys. He's working on their giant consoles. He's thinking it over. Well, like, no, no. Before that goes, Ace goes up to Zara because he might die. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I didn't know anything about this. I'm yeah. sorry, you know. And he's like, because he's a cocky motherfucker. We still on for that date? Because I'm going to get the fuck out of this. That's right. And she's like, kisses that thumb and gives mm-hmm. him a thumbs up. He God, gives it back. So fucking and weird. we get a nice shot of that fucking flat fucking Barry Boswick butt. Oh, God. I'm going to put it up. You'll see it. You've already seen it. You'll probably you'll marvel at it. Oh, my God. The sun highlighting this, that fucking flat, tiny little... You can see his butt crack through <laughs> the fucking thing. It's true. You actually can see. He's got a wedgie. It's going in there. You can see there's very little cheek happening. He's probably got spine problems from sitting. He's got so little ass back there. So Duke gets all his boys together. Look, I can only see two ways we're getting out of Duke? this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Ace. Ace. He's like, there's two ways we're getting out of this, guys. We can split up like rats and just try to get across that border as soon as possible. Or I've been talking to a little egg lately, and he's found a secret way. I still don't know how this plan works. This is such a fucking... All right. So Guerrero has his army along the border with his tanks facing Sardoun. There's only one way they can get into this area where it's supposed to be the only place the they can get The dry lake bed, yeah. yes. And it's supposed to be the only place they can get their planes in. Right. Do an evac. And Egg found a secret passage through the mountains behind Guerrero. <sighs> so this is what we're going to do. We're going to have our boys our pick up Fly toward Guerrero. We are going to come up behind him. We're going to punch a hole through Guerrero's fucking tank line. Fuck him up. The fucking planes are going to turn around. We're going to drive right up into the back ass of those planes and get the fuck out of here. That's right. Dallas goes, hoo-wee! That sounds like a great plan, boss. I wouldn't know what to do if I wasn't following you, Commander. I love him in red tonight. I love him in red. Murray, that's beautiful. That's why I said it. All right. So this is it. The final boring fucking scene. Sure enough, Egg came up with the right plan. We see the Pargo planes coming towards our boys. Guerrero's like, it's like shooting ducks in a barrel. They're not getting away. There's no way Megaforce. We're blocking. That's all right. I dropped my notes. We're blocking (laughs) these guys. They're fucked. They're so fucked. I'm trying to remember what's happening here because our boys are start rolling the, up the secret passage. The planes fly towards drawing fire from Guerrero because they turn around. They, so they, they bank left. Okay. Because they have to. Because remember, they have to go the opposite way because that's how they escape. Weren't, weren't the ground forces using some of that holograph technology or something too? No, there was no holograph. Because there was something happening where it was like the mountain, the the contrast in the mountain is like split, and I was like, are they doing something to hide? They, yeah, yeah, you're right. 
they were hiding Megaforce. Megaforce was like behind. They, they got through the the, the secret, passage. secret passage, and they're they're behind Guerrero, but they don't want to see Guerrero to see them before they strike. Right. So the hologram is making it look like okay. Mom's. Yeah. Because I was like, somebody's behind a hologram. Yeah. There's do, there's some kind of misdirection happening. That was it. okay. So they're waiting for their moment because because they want the planes to, to turn. Yeah. Draw all the attention to the planes. One of the planes gets hit, so they're like, fuck. We're not going to be able to take any of our weaponry with us. It's just people. Yeah. So, okay. So then this is where they drop the hologram. Right. And then Megaforce just hits that fucking tank line. Right. Uh, I mean, the tank swivel. I guess it's kind of slow, but still, it's like they ju- they're they able to just rotate. But, but this- they, they there's that's the thing. They're slow. They're not fucking like Megaforce, which is just motorcycles and doom buggies. Yeah, that's a good point. So they hit them like a swarm of bees. They're just fucking... Doing jumps over tanks, dropping grenades, and everyone's having a good time. Lasers are flying. Might as well be the A-Team soundtrack right now. Dun, 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 dun. It's fun. Literally fucking rockets propelling by their faces and shit, and they're all, Yahoo! We got, uh, of course, you can tell it's Ace because of his blue bandana. <laughs> Uh, flying around, he's popping wheelies, he's shooting rockets into the sky <laughs> for no reason. He's jumping tanks somehow. Is he just doing bunny hops? I think the third button is ramp. It must be. Yeah, he's jumping over tanks, dropping grenades into the little like tops of them. And then Guerrero's like, hit that fucking plane. And then they're fucked. Yeah. And so that's what they go for, and then Megaforce was like, uh-uh, smokescreen. And they so all the motorcycles do a line across the in front of the plane, and they just colored smoke comes out the back, it blinding Guerrero. It should have been. Megaforce barely had a color scheme, anything like that. I guess it's kind of like their uniform or their dress uniform. It should have been a color scheme, you know? It should have been their logo in Wasn't the smoke. Wasn't it like red, white, and blue? I thought it was color. No. it was. Oh. There's purple in there. There was, oh. like, fucking uh, all kinds. Oranges. There's all kinds of colors. Well, yeah. Yeah, think about that. It looked kind of cool from the overhead shot. So so they're, they're blocking because uh, the plane is still on the ground. So it's just rolling on its wheels. So they're blocking out the plane so Guerrero can't home in on them. Everything is going... Going according to plan until Uh-oh. somebody hits Ace's motorcycle. You know that. Ace wanted this. Of course he did. Because it's a cartoon. And it's fun. That's right. So he crashes. So everybody gets on the fucking plane. Dallas is like second in command, even though there is no ranks. That's right. He's like, where the hell is Ace? We can't leave without Ace. And Ace has got, he's got a Ace up his sleeve. That's right. Because he goes back. You're thinking, like, holy fuck, Ace is fucked. He's going to get captured. No. He literally walks up to Guerrero's tank, knocks on the door. Guerrero pops up. Yes. He's like Oscar the Grouch. pops up. What do you want? Does he, like, shove a cigar? I forget what he says to him. He's like, you lost there, buddy. Yeah, he's like, you're fucked, buddy. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, good guys always win. That. Was it was this where he brought up? Because Burn, after he found out, like the whole plan came on, uh, was falling uh, beneath him. No, it wasn't. Because he told Burn, "There's one thing I know about war. Yeah, the wind always comes no, back. No, 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 the wheel always turns. The wheel always what turns. goes around 
comes, comes around. around. Yeah, that was his sage advice. <laughs> yeah. It's, at the very, you figure they would do that in the beginning of the movie, like set it up. Yeah. No, at the end he does his fucking line. Right. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. That's right. And so yeah, he's just like, I hate to take because remember this is a fucking goofy kids movie. So he just goes, good guys always win. That's right. Even in the eighties, which again, Megan Ford seems like the bad guys. I mean, it seems like. Guerrero might be a bad guy too, but also, Megaforce is definitely not a good These force. are just people that love violence. Enjoy yeah. it. So he crams a fucking uh, cigar into Guerrero's mouth. Exploding he, cigar. He misses his lips like nine times, but yeah. Jumps on the bike, takes off. So, all right. So they're driving. They're like, they're, they're starting to take off because like Dallas is like, fuck it. Ace is fucked. We got to get right. the fuck out of here. And then he spots. Ace driving down there. They've already started to lift the plane off the ground a little bit. And Dallas realizes, like, oh, shit, we can still get him. Uh, put the landing gears down. We got to go back on the ground so Ace can get on. And they're like, we can't do that. We can't go back down. And, and, th- and then we see those two red buttons. Dun, 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 Ace pushes the one button. Dun, dun, flaps dun. like little wings come out the back. of the <laughs> Literally little wings come out the back. <gasps> Pushes that, he does he's exactly like Egg told. Second button, he pushes second. That's right. Jet propulsion, he's flying. Yes. We, da, 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 some of the worst green da, screen you've da, ever seen. Da, we actually da. see him do like a barrel roll, loop the loop. In order to impress his friends, he does a barrel roll, and there are, Dallas is like, oh, boss, commander, you're so good. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and thus he just like a feather just floats right into the back of that you do so, get it. like i mean i understand we're on the we're fucking minimal budget that's all we get that's it we don't get him like shooting a rocket into Greer's tank while he's flying no nope. no we just get him getting onto a fucking plane and he perfectly lands it there's no trajectory he lands right on the edge he doesn't harm anybody such a great landing Guerrera gives him a fucking standing. I love this because cut down. He had that exploding cigar, so he's got the smut (laughs) all over his face. It's very, it's very funny. And he just can't help but laugh. He's just like, Ace, you did it again, buddy. But I got your lighter. (laughs) Round them all up, boys. We'll fucking, we'll go terrorize some (laughs) other town. So (laughs) while they're coming back to, uh, to the border of Sardoun, we see, fucking burn got the media out there he's trying to cover his ass that's right he's just like i don't even know megaforce what is megaforce i've never heard of that such a thing only belongs in the cartoons that's when megaforce fucking shows they still have the back open they're just hanging out the back they literally are just flying over however low they were and they're able to make eye contact with people on the ground (laughs) And then they have, and then was it from Ace's bike? Because a rocket flies out of the the, the plane. Yes, he turned the bike around somehow, <laughs> and he shoots a rocket down. Hits Burns' fuck chopper. Right, blows up because that's what you get burned for fucking lying about Megaforce. Says it in just a normal indoor talking voice. The wheel in the sky. It's keeps. all no. He goes. It's all the wheel. I came around. 
Oh. <laughs> and then he points down to fucking Zara, kisses that thumb, or licks it, actually. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. she does it back. Yeah, she did a whole... They basically had sex. She did She's a whole finger now. in her mouth, and then right. she flicked it out at him. That's where it came from. That's where it came from. And then cut I, the credits. I just love it. It's been four years since we were doing our... I don't even remember what we called that bit. Five years. It was... Uh, what did we call it? Man. Hair Metal Hate, something like that. Hair Metal Hate. I think it was Hair yeah. Metal Hate. Only person who knows what we're talking about is Joe Corey and Matt Sosi. Man. The only people I went back Guys, for. we used to do a bit. We did it like five <laughs> times, I think. Yes. It wasn't that many. Yeah, yeah, early. Because we were we were feeling each other out. We didn't know what we were going to do with this show. That's right. So we, because this is back, now we can't fit any bits in because yeah. it's two fucking hours to do anything we do. But back when we were doing hour 15 like episodes, we had to put some filler in. That's right. And so we, we were do little bits. We were flexing our creative yeah. muscles. Yeah, when we cared. It was kind of like a Beavis and Butthead. When we thought we were going to be the biggest thing ever, like thousands of people. I mean, we are, of course, Timberly, we sell out every fucking week. But in a, like much like most great people, like Tina Turner, great Tina Turner, Bigger in Europe than in her, right. home, in her home country. It's still, when we sell out Timbley, it still only counts as one download. Yes. That's the fucking worst part. Yeah. We have 90,000 people, one download. Uh, we have the worst download <laughs> to comment ratio. Yeah. 90,000 people listen to us. <laughs> we yeah. get three comments a week. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's on YouTube, it just swears the movie. That's right. All right. So there you have it. So uh, next week, we're going to do Griff. This movie controversial banned in 52 countries i cannot wait to get to this movie meow. i'm sorry i'm sorry murray i'll get where where even is he meow what are you talking about i yeah i just meow. isn't that barney is he annoying? no no barney's right here sitting on my notes as usual what are you I, talking about meow. oh you mean that yeah that that's just my garfield phone ignore it i'll let me get through this great <laughs> thing meow Okay, I think I'm. I might. I think I might have to answer this because when Garfield gets like that, he needs an answer. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monday suck, but but this is sad. I mean, this is Wednesday. Uh, I like lasagna too. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that. Okay. I love you too, Garfield. <laughs> Bye. Griff, you're not going to believe that. That was Garfield. <laughs> On my Garfield phone. Is that what's been in that fucking lunch pail the whole time? Yeah, it's my Garfield phone. <laughs> I have to carry it everywhere I go because you saw Garfield gets upset when I don't answer. We're going to do a movie that Garfield stars in. Oh, boy. He recommended it because he, he, he's, he's narcissistic. He's like, it's all about me. So. That's all right. Because we have to do a short movie next week because Griff has another wedding to go to, and we I, we understand it's exhausting. Is it out of state? It's in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's almost close to Indiana, which we know nobody wants to go to Indiana. That's right. God bless you, Matt Sosi. God bless you. One person putting giving class to that state. That's right. We're going to do Ninja Terminator. So see you next week for that. Megaforce be with you. Keep it warm.